0: One, go. Careful. What are you doing? Are you okay? Hello and welcome to Power Drifting, the rally game podcast. This is Bonus Stage, which is a bite-sized episode looking at a lesser-known rally title that maybe deserves your attention, or deserves to be avoided, like an oil patch on wet tarmac. My name is Tom, and in this episode I'll be taking a look at the very bare 2002 rally title from Rage, Titled Rage Rally. Uh, No point for uh, effort on the title there, guys. Let's go. So, Rage Rally, then. This game was released in 2002 for the PC, although Wikipedia will tell you that it was released in 2000. The best evidence I can find is it was released in 2002, uh, February 2002, in fact and a product, as the name suggests, of the now-defunct Rage Games. I think Rage Games, as a software house, could probably generate uh, an episode just on its own, just from some of the games that they they created. Uh, They began life in 1992, uh, and based up in Liverpool. I say up because I'm based uh, down south. Yes, I am from the north, but I'm in the south, in exile. But yeah, they, they started in 1992 and uh, some of the games in the back catalogue are quite well known, to be honest. Um, you've got things like Striker, the football game, the Power Drive series for the Mega Drive, PC, uh, Amiga, Jaguar, etc. Revolution X, that uh, infamous light gun game, Striker 96, uh, FIFA Soccer as well for the uh, for the SNES. A Dark Light Conflict, that was a game I played on the uh, Sega Saturn. I just love to torture myself with those um, net curtain transparency effects. John Alomio Rugby, the infamous Doom port to the Sega Saturn, and then moving on to things like UEFA um, Striker on the Dreamcast and Incoming also on the Dreamcast and PC. Uh, that was one of my uh, early favourites for the Dreamcast, um, the sort of sci-fi shooter, Incoming. But yeah, uh, Rage, they um, they released this game in 2002, and it's a bit of an odd one because it's a very bare-bones game. There's, there's just not a lot to it, to be honest, and I'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, But let's first of all talk about what we do get with Rage Rally as opposed to what we don't get. So I think it's worth mentioning here that I downloaded this game from uh, an abandoned website, so I don't actually own the disc. But what you do get, or what you would have gotten on the disc, is very very thin on the ground so basically all you get is two cars which are not real vehicles you they're called the Rage Phantom four wheel drive 300 bhp uh, that's the uh, the blue one that looks a little bit like the uh, Colin McRae Subaru Impreza and then you've got the uh, the Rage Typhoon four wheel drive 270 bhp which is a, a red and white vehicle which looks like something from um multi-racing championship on the N64. I have to get a reference into that game in every episode just because uh, it's one of my guilty pleasures. But yeah, you only get two vehicles out of the um, at the start of the game, which is a little bit stingy, in my opinion. You also get four tracks. Again, very stingy, but I mean, at this period in time, games of this ilk were very kind of, again, thin on the ground with stuff to do. Um, so you get four tracks, and they've got weird names, and they are <laughs> Goldstone, Quarry, Dyson and Luger. And what Dyson and Luger really kind of reference, I have no idea other than, you know, somebody doing the hoovering holding a World War II handgun. Bit odd. On top of that, you only get two gameplay modes. Well, three if you count one that isn't really a gameplay mode, but I'll tell you you that in a sec. So you get arcade mode, which is, you know, as you would imagine, you go through, you select which car you want to control, then you go and choose which of the four tracks you want to race on, and then you have a five-lap race against three drones. That's it. There's nothing else. There's no championship. There's no uh, way of like accumulating points over a season or anything like that, or doing uh, repairs to your car because there's no damage in this game. It's literally just race round and round five times, uh, win the race or not because it's quite difficult. And uh, yeah, do that on all four all four courses. Um, The time trial mode is, again, as you would expect, it's basically just you against the clock on one of those four courses going round and round infinitely, forever, until you die. And uh, there's not really a great deal more to do. The third mode that I alluded to earlier is not really a gameplay mode. It's called Demo, and it's basically just like a replay. You, You hit the Demo option, choose which course you want it to show you, and then four cars just race around and bounce Endlessly off the sides of the courses, flying through the air in some way in some places, and it's quite entertaining to be honest to watch the AI do its best to try to destroy these indestructible vehicles. but yeah, <laughs> why they included a demo mode, I don't know, although I do have a theory I do have a theory why they may have included this, and that is just due to just how little there is in this game, could this have been could this have been like a tech demo? I can't find any evidence of that. I, I, I don't know if this was... I know that it was a budget release, and it, it smacks very much of one of those titles from around this period that would have come bundled with a graphics card, for example. Um, I don't know if that actually happened, but um, it's... Uh, it's Yeah, th- there's just not a great deal to it, and even though it looks very nice, I'm wondering if this is more of a tech demo than anything. I mean, I, I say it looks nice. It, it looks good for the for the time period, I guess, Um but then there's not really a lot going on. I mean, the vehicles are all very crisp and they have like a sort of a shiny texture to do them. Um, but there's no real weather effects or, you know, mud flicking up or anything like that. The cars don't get dirty over time. There's some nice lens flare effects as the sun pops up over the trees. It's quite blinding. Uh, and that's probably the standout uh, visual effect that is in this game. Also, each of the courses does have its own kind of environment. So, uh, Quarry, as you'd imagine, is setting a quarry. Goldstone, I think, it's called Goldstone because the sun's setting and everything looks kind of like orangey. Luger and Dyson, are, one of them is a snowy course, like a so it's like a figure of eight in a snowy setting, and the other one is kind of like a um, almost like Welsh kind of uh, stone walls uh, countryside. So you've got some variation in the environments, but yeah, I'm 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 really struggling to find things to talk about because there's so little to this game. Uh, the sound is okay, the vehicle noises are you know, quite acceptable, there's no co-driver as such, uh, the music is quite terrible and doesn't really fit the style of game. And again, I keep repeating myself, but there's, there's not a lot to do, there's two vehicles, two play modes and four tracks, so there's no real longevity. I suppose one positive to this game that stands out above everything else is that the, the two vehicles on offer do handle pretty well. Uh, you do get a feeling that they uh, handle slightly differently on different surfaces. So you've got like road, snow, mud. And um, it's quite easy to to sort of drift them around corners. And the the two different views, or rather the three different views, there's two in-car views and one external view. They're all perfectly usable. Um, It's just very unremarkable. I did find uh, was an interview with one of the guys uh, who was involved in the creation of his game, a guy called Colin Bell, who was the director of Rage uh, Software at the time. No, not not that Colin Bell, the Manchester City player, a uh, different person in, uh, entirely. Um, but in an interview with IGN from 2000, he explained that the game would feature up to 10 vehicles, which it doesn't, and incorporate player garages, uh, which it doesn't, and online clubs and leaderboards, again, which it doesn't. And I find this especially interesting because, as I say, none of those things were in Rage Rally. But here's the tenuous link, people. Uh, these features did make it into Drive Club. You're probably thinking, what's Drive Club got to do with this? Well, people who made Rage Rally, uh, who worked for a software company called DID, uh, which was like a subsidiary of, of Rage and was later subsumed by Rage, Uh, They went on to form Evolution Studios, which then in turn went on to create games like Drive Club. And um, in this interview, uh, you can find it on IGN, it's from 2000, Colin Bell, he does explain some of the stuff, which does sound a lot like features that were then put into Drive Club, you know, 14 years later. I could be clutching at straws here, I usually am, but I just thought that it was um, quite telling that this stuff went all the way back to, uh, to what was planned for Rage Rally or... I assume, was planned for Rage Rally, but never made it into the game. So, yeah, that is Rage Rally. This is a very short episode because it's a very short game and there's not a lot to it, Uh, but it's an interesting glimpse into the past and it's worth a play if you can find it. It's on Abandonware.com, I think it is, My Abandonware. You can find it on there, download it. You can play it on Windows 10 fairly easily. Um, So, yeah, if you've got a spare 10 minutes, it's worth giving it a go just to see what a very basic budget rally release from 2002 looks like. We have got a full length uh, look at V Rally Four coming up in the near future. I'll be with myself and my regular co-driver Mike. Uh, but until then, uh, if you'd like to give us a follow, find us on Twitter at Power Drifting Pod. Uh, you can find us uh, on the internet at uh, www.powerdriftingpodcast.com um, and on all of your favorite podcatchers. Uh, please do give us a rating or a like if you if you want to. Or you can also find us on YouTube as well. I know that some people like to uh, put YouTube videos on while they're doing other stuff, so you can find our um, episodes on there now as well. Uh, and until next time, goodbye.